Alright, 4.39 p.m. on Thursday, February 10th, 2022. And this is Basketball This Week Done Quickly's Trade Deadline Special. Alright. Well, you know, it looked, after I recorded last week's episode, it looked like this week was going to be pretty slow. It didn't look like there were going to be any major trades. <laughs> oh man, things changed a lot since then. Uh Oh, they changed a lot. First domino, uh, let's just get into it. First domino was uh, Eric Bledsoe and Justice Winslow and Keon Johnson were uh, traded for Norman Powell and Robert Covington uh, to Portland. From Portland. From the Clippers to, you get it. (laughs) Basically, it's a uh, money-saving move for the Blazers. People have... I've heard a lot of people, oh, it's the worst trade ever, or oh, they just thought, but you know, like new GM, cheap owner, uh, this is a very blatant salary dump. Uh, ultimately, Eric Bledsoe's contract isn't uh, isn't guaranteed uh, the full amount next year, and Justice Winslow is an expiring contract, so this saves the Blazers about $16 million. And the Clippers did it because they want players to be around Paul George and Kawhi if they come back. Uh, probably not going to be back next year or this year, but they'll be back next year and both these players will be there. So good deal uh, Good deal for the Clips. Clips are going to have a very expensive roster next year. I don't think they care. <laughs> uh, next kind of major trade was the Kings traded uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh. Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson for Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday. <laughs> oh, King Sands are really mad about this. Uh Tyrese Halliburton was uh was very very popular uh with the Kings and he looked like their best prospect that they've had in quite a while. Uh, Sabonis is an all star. Yes, it's true. Uh but there are people who uh, think the Kings should have tried to include Fox instead, or people that just think uh, the Kings should have stayed pat if they had Tyrese Halliburton because uh, he was somebody who you know said he was for changing the Kings' culture and uh, was for uh, for he was you know he's for the culture. He was uh, happy to be there, which is pretty rare for uh, the Kings. <laughs> It's almost like they got rid of him for being happy to be there, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, Pacers finally started their rebuild. Uh, they got Tyrese Albert, and that's going to be very good. But he is probably going to end up in Rick Carlisle's doghouse very shortly. <laughs> but they, they'll he'll love Albert, though. So yeah, it's a good good deal. Then uh then. Karis Levert was traded for Ricky Rubio. Makes sense for for the uh, Cavs. Ricky Rubio's out for the year. Uh, he's an expiring contract. Karis Levert is uh, probably the best player they could get uh, without having to give up like a major pick or Colin Sexton. It was a it was a good way for the Cavs who are playing very well to add talent. So yeah, 
Makes sense for them. Apparently, Rubio is coming back. Apparently, when his contract does expire at the end of the year, he's uh, planning on returning to the, to the Cavs. Hope so, because that's good friendship, friendship, friend, happy ball. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be good to see. The next trade, another salary dump. Uh, another salary dump for uh, the Portland Trailblazers. I keep wanting to say Pelicans. I mean, I guess it was a trade to the Pelicans, but it was the Blazers who were salary dumping. But uh, the Pelicans traded uh, CJ and Larry Nance, uh, CJ McCollum uh, and Larry Nance and Tony Snell for Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Thomas Sandoraski, and Didi Wuzada. You know what? I even wrote Nikhil here phonetically, so I would say it right, and I, I still said it wrong. I still said Nikhil. For some reason, I always want to call him Nikhil, but it's Nikhil. I wrote it here so I wouldn't forget, and I, I still did. So, <laughs> Anyway, uh, ultimately, uh, especially since the uh, Blazers ended up trading Nikhil later in the day to Utah for uh, Joe Ingles, who's hurt, uh, it's, it's another move to clear money off of uh, Portland's cap. Uh not to win <laughs> so have have fun Damian Willard have fun uh, I mean they did they did win their game against the Lakers yesterday but <laughs> as as much as the media is freaking out about that that is very much a schedule loss uh, is Lakers uh fifth game in seven days road game off of back-to-back exhausting mental they're just going through an exhausting thing right now completely exhausted so it's not that big of a deal for uh the Lakers out of Portland <laughs> if Portland thinks they have their team now <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh that team was bad it was very bad uh <laughs> it, it was one of the most lopsided uh wins in in the other direction in in NBA history like the Lakers shot something like 59 percent true shooting <laughs> even <laughs> and still awesome oh <laughs> i get why people are making fun of it but it, it's very like if you if you don't know what a schedule loss is that was like the schedule loss for, for sure so yeah anyway back to trades uh the next trade was the big trade uh the trade that uh wasn't gonna happen apparently a trade that they didn't even really start talking about until monday uh, apparently the reports were true that Monday is when they started uh, doing the negotiations, but it's the granddaddy of, of the trade deadline, one of the biggest trade deadline trades ever. Uh, James Harden for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. You know? <laughs> it's a, it's impressive. Uh, you don't have to, to listen to this podcast if you want to hear people talk about that. This one, uh, it's all anyone has ever... Uh, talking about the past two weeks, all any basketball podcast, is, it's all they've talked about, and it's all they're talking about. So uh, definitely made a lot of news. Definitely got people uh, freaked out. James Harden, uh, if you if you think he was faking the injury, then uh, this is a great move for uh, the 76ers because they got one of the best players in the league, uh, at least in offense, and uh, and they're adding him to Joel Embiid, who is playing like an MVP. So makes a lot of sense why the Sixers did it. 
makes a lot of sense why the uh, why the Nets did it if uh, Harden is faking that injury because <laughs> you probably don't want a guy on your team who's faking an injury. Um, I don't personally believe he's faking an injury. By the way, this is this is like the Ramona Shelburne report was that he's probably faking the injury, or there are people with the Nets who think he's faking it. I don't know, <laughs> but if you believe that, you got to trade a guy. So they traded it. They got a good haul. Uh, I think Ben Simmons, if there's anywhere he can fit, it's on that team. And if anything, like they made the team fit him more by including South Carolina in the deal. Like, <laughs> like for real, like the Nets have so much shooting when Kevin Durant is healthy <laughs> that it doesn't matter if Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. If he doesn't shoot, big deal. Uh, <laughs> pass it to one of the 10 shooters. So yeah, that makes sense for the Nets. Uh, if Harden was actually healthy, uh, it's not such a good deal, but, um, or I mean, if Harden was actually hurt, it's not such a good deal because then, then the Nets, then the Nets took apart a team that could have been the best team in the league and for a team that's not that, uh, or if, I mean, if the Nets weren't sure if he was leaving, then it makes sense. If, if the Nets were sure he was leaving, it also makes sense, but they weren't. I don't know. I try to keep that together. I, I don't love it for the Nets, but if they knew he was leaving or if they believed he was faking the injury, then it's a, a deal you got to make. So if you want to hear more of that, listen to another podcast. <laughs> the big head scratcher of the day was uh, Chris Stapp's Przingis for Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, Chris Stapp's hasn't been very good the past three years, but he's been better this year. So it's kind of confusing when so much of what the so much of what the Mavericks did is is based around the hope that Porzingis could play defense to exchange him for a guy who can't play defense, <laughs> but and is having a terrible year uh, for for their for their dude. So and we'll see. Uh, it's good for Washington. It's a good deal for Washington. They also ended up dealing uh, Montrose Harrell. I'm not going to talk about every trade, <laughs> but uh, you know they ended up also dealing Montrose Harrell. So um, they have a theoretical defensive center, a defensive anchor on the team, uh, another theoretical star to play with uh, with Bradley Beal if they decide to keep him next year. So. I don't know. Like immediately after the trade, people started saying Bradley Beal to the Lakers next year. I don't know how the Lakers are doing this. <laughs> I'm assuming the Wizards are not trading back for West- Russell Westbrook. So, <laughs> assuming that. <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a weird one. It's a weird one all around. And uh, the trade I'm going to say was the quiet move of the day because there are a lot. There are many quiet moves, but. The quiet move of the days was the Suns traded uh, Jalen Smith for Torrey Craig. Uh, Torrey Craig was with the Suns last year. Uh, big part of him uh, getting to the finals and him going down was a big part of him not going any further. Uh, or was it two years? Uh, at some point, Torrey Craig was big for them. It was, it was last year. Sorry, time is a, is a weird thing now. But Jalen Smith was a good prospect. I like Jalen Smith. Um, I think he's going to be a good NBA player, but... If you're a team as dominant, if you're the team of the week to to spoil it, and you're playing basketball that good, uh, then you have to you have to get the vet back for the youngin. It just it makes sense in this instance. Um, 
Suns are also going to be aggressive in the buyout market. They also got Aaron Holiday. I don't, I don't think Aaron Holiday is that good, but you know, it gives them a gives them a point guard to uh, to cover until Cam uh, Cam is healthy again. Like uh, Cam Payne, not Cam uh, Johnson or Cam uh, Reddish <laughs> campaign. Uh, until he's healthy again, though, Aaron Holiday will keep the lights warm. And they, they have some money to do some, some buyouts now, too. So, uh, it, it, all, all in all, smart move by the Suns. I like what they did. Oh, I guess the one other thing I have to talk about uh, before I forget. <laughs> oh, people are making a big deal of the Lakers not making a move. Um, if you don't know, the, uh, Russell Westbrook was benched uh, the other night by Frank Vogel. He's been benched in previous games, but this is the first time it was on national TV, so uh, this is when people noticed it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, A lot of Laker fans are desperate to get Westbrook off the team, but they didn't have any assets, so they couldn't make a deal. And they didn't make a bad deal, which is <laughs> there are a lot of people on TV today saying, oh, they just need to make any deal. And they didn't make a bad one, which is probably better than uh, – it's probably better to do nothing than to make a bad deal. As, as much as NBA talking people will tell you different. <laughs> there weren't any good deals out there for them. Uh, like Taylor Horton Tucker just isn't that interesting of a prospect. So I get why they get why they didn't do it. Um, or get why nobody, nobody bit. And uh, trading the 2027 pick would be very bad for a team that uh, – in the year 27, 2027, we'll probably have either like a 40-year-old Anthony Davis or nobody. So good uh, good on them to be smart here and uh, stand pat when there was nothing good to do, you know? All right. Team of the week, I already told you, the Suns uh, playing awesome basketball, beating good teams, blowing the doors off. Uh, honorable mention goes to uh, – the Bucks, who are also blowing the doors off, despite if you listen to other podcasts, uh, you may hear them saying the Bucks are playing badly. I don't know why, because uh, it's not true. Uh, but the Bucks are playing uh, are are blowing the doors off of people. So good on them. Uh, sorry, I hit the mic. Uh, but the Suns are playing such a good basketball. They have to be team of the week again. It's the Suns. <laughs> Embarrassment of the week. Well. It, could be the Lakers. <laughs> they could they could be good honorable mention here, but it's not. It's the Nets. Uh, the Nets lost seven games in a row. Uh, and you know, Lakers have won some games, and even the game they lost, like I said, schedule loss. Uh, but <laughs> the Nets haven't. The Nets have just been terrible, like absolutely terrible. James Harden was either injured or not injured. They're just getting the doors blown off them. I think Boston was up by like 30 on them and then like the first half and that almost never happens and shouldn't happen to a team that's going to win a title or that's a title contender. And you obviously don't have Kevin Durant, but uh, it was, it was a bad look, very bad look for the Nets. Very bad. So yeah, easy pick here. Embarrassment of the week. They were so embarrassing. They had to trade uh, their best healthy player at the moment. <laughs> so and then the circus around Kyrie. Oh, yeah. This is easy pick. It's if you think if you think it's someone else, you're wrong. Easy pick the Nets. And that's gonna do it. Uh, it's the trade deadline special. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with uh, any sort of IRL stuff. Ah, oh, fuck it. I, I got one. Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl this weekend. <laughs> I uh, barely know who's playing, 
but I did watch them like I did. I, I like in the previous episode, I told you how good the divisional playoffs were. I, I, uh, I missed the conference playoffs, unfortunately. Uh, so I was surprised to see the Bengals in there, but glad to for my, my good friend Frankie. Rest in peace. Uh, I'll cheer for the Bengals for you. Uh, <laughs> I should bandwagon the Rams, but no, I'll, I'll do this one for Frankie. Go Bengals, I guess. <laughs> they're in Cincinnati? Is that where they're at? All right. <laughs> oh, but, but, you know, Super Bowl is fun. Get your little snacks, get your food. Do a Zoom call with your friends. Watch the game. Enjoy. That's the way that I feel. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this one. That wasn't too bad. Uh, take care, my beautiful friends. Goodbye. <laughs>